If you're an executive, entrepreneur, seasoned investor, or just a student of the game, you'll love The Great Fail, Adweek's Entrepreneurship Podcast of the Year, a show that artfully uncovers some of the biggest fails in business history and how it might have been prevented. The Great Fail is entertaining, informative, and told through a true crime narrative in under 30 minutes that keeps you at the edge of your seats. So check out The Great Fail wherever you get your podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Steve Shanks, CRO and partner at Ad Results Media. And I am very privileged today to have to announce our guest, Bert Kreischer, podcaster, TV host, star, actor, comedian, producer, uh, elite, athlete, part, elite athlete, elite athlete. Sorry, I forgot that one. Elite athlete. <laughs> one one bear of two bears, goer. one cave. <laughs> yes, one bear of two bears, one cave. And the Bert of Bill Bert. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I, I don't know how you get day to day. Like, go day to day with this many things in your life. Oh, and oh I literally, let me tell you something. And it has gotten so busy when you're younger as a comic, you want to be busy. I think that's what got us all into podcasting is we were, this is before social media was what it is today. It was just taking off. We were all sitting around doing nothing all day long. And or and then we had the opportunity to go to Joe's and do a podcast. And Joe told us all, you got to do a podcast. And then all of a sudden, you start doing podcasts. And then they start getting successful. And next thing you know, you're doing two podcasts in a day, three podcasts, four podcasts a day. I'm sitting outside the shower, waiting to get in a shower with my wife, going through my schedule. And I, I mean, like, literally, I've got someone on the phone going, okay, you're Thursday. I see a hole at 1130 to 1145. Is there any way you could hop on? And you're like, are you serious? And what's crazy is when I started, oh, by the way, you're going to not talk at all. I feel like I'll be all over this. <laughs> no, that's fine. Keep going. When I started, when I first started doing, you know, podcasts and, and doing the road, anyone who had a podcast, I would do their podcast. I'd cram in time because I knew how important it was for me to have someone do my podcast. And I'm still doing that. So I'm doing a wine podcast later today. <laughs> or I'm drinking five bottles of wine. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm happy that we got you before that or that I should have done a better scheduling job and got you right afterwards. But uh, <laughs> that, uh, that sounds amazing. So now, now why, like, so you kind of answered some of this, but like, why do you think so many comedians are doing podcasts today? I think it was an extension of social media. I think for some people, it lends itself better for a guy like me or a guy like Segura, a guy like Joey Diaz or a guy like Joe or a guy like uh, like uh, Chris Hardwick, a guy like, I mean, just, I mean, ex- throw the rock and you'll find them to communicate with our fans in a long form as opposed to in one tweet. I think who was succeeding in the one tweet, the one video, the one post format wasn't us. And so, but you get us there with the, with, maybe a drink, a cocktail or something else. And, and all of a sudden we're telling stories and we're laughing with each other. And, and it's, it was, I remember discovering podcasts as a comedian, as a fan, and just the feeling when you'd listen to a story and you'd be like, God. And by the way, not even just comics. I'm talking like, like, I remember hearing one on radio lab one time about this astronaut getting stuck inside his chamber and he's about to die and his mask is fogging up. And all he's got is a picture of his daughter inside his mask. And he's looking at it going, come on, man, just get me through. I'm sitting on a treadmill going, this is the most engaging entertainment I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, and, and as I look at the podcast charts and what podcasts are successful, it's, 
I, a majority of them are comedians that have taken and extended into podcast. And yeah. my hypothesis is, and you know, has always been to, and to your point, you get to engage with them long form, but comedians who are so authentic and let you into their lives uh, in such a deep manner, like that's as about as authentic, as organic as possible, which is what podcasts are about all about. And I, I really feel like that, helps you guys connect with that audience and let, let me know if you think that that's no here's that- i mean i think i think i think yes i think that's part of it i think first of all comedians are super open books like when we're at our best we tell you everything about our lives and if and if that is not where we're at our best say like someone like rogan who keeps very private rogan puts an insane amount of thoughts he puts an insane amount of time into his thoughts so joe's brain never sits idle so if he he's got and the same as me, same as Joey, same as same as any podcaster, any comic podcaster out there. We think a lot because we're trying to drive comments. We're trying to drive bits for our standup. And sometimes this is the best like launching pad for us is, you know, catcalling. I spent the day today thinking about catcalling the day. Now, there's a few ideas that will go into a bit, but there's like 10 ideas that also go great on a podcast where you can then workshop it with your fellow comedians. And 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 I think that's one of the reasons, you know, notoriously, I think the reason I don't mean to say like actors haven't excelled at podcasting. They totally have. Some have really have. But usually it's the thoughtful actors, the actors who maybe have written scripts and written their own projects and produced their own projects as opposed to just the plant in place, say the line actor. And it's, and it has to do with, you know, really honestly with having your own thoughts and and thinking your own words. And that's stand-up comedy. I mean, that's what, that's what we do. Yeah, no. And I've seen all the Netflix specials. So I know all the, and you know, listen to, I'm a fan of the podcast. So I listen and see everything. Now it doesn't seem like you take that much material from the podcast and bring it over to the actual stand-up but are you that's the part that sucks that's the part that sucks is that like like i had this great joke that i told on a podcast and it just and i told it on stage i told it on a podcast told on stage and if you hadn't heard it it was a great joke um but if you heard the podcast you're like i heard that on the podcast in a weird way um i took it uh what was it what was the joke I took a shit in Asia. I took a shit in Japan once. It was so bad. The guy in the stall next to me threw up. I told that to Tom, and Tom was like dying laughing. And I was like, "No, it's a true story. It was a true story." And then I tried it on stage. I wanted to open my special with it, and it just was not the right way to open a special because they had heard it on a podcast, and I was bummed. So I changed it to. Um, I just had to rework it. It was. Uh, I opened my special with it. I took a shit in a gender neutral bathroom that was so bad. The woman in the stall next to me had to question her politics. <laughs> I like that one better. I like that one better. I like that. And by the way, they're both true. They're both true. I take some aggressive shit sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I uh, got it. And it's, it's hard for me. And I, I am not a professional question asker or journalist. So uh, I'm trying to enjoy the content and make sure I'm staying on point. But uh yeah, I mean, I it's it's funny because I I never hear you take one, you know, very rarely hear you take one side to another, and uh, but it's it, it's got to be fun and also challenging that you have to come up with all this new content and great content. Oh, I, today today I was talking to Bill Burr on Bill Burt, and uh, I said to him um, uh, something to the effect of, "Oh, I was talking about catcalling," and I figured out the joke in the middle of telling him 
the premise of what I was working on about. I figured out the joke and I bit my tongue. I, you know how hard it is for a comic to bite your tongue and not go for the punchline just to let it sit there and then pray to God he doesn't guess it in front of you because you want it. You want it for your special. It's tough. Right. Uh, and do you now do you ever forget them do you have to write them down immediately oh, afterwards? i wrote it down immediately i actually said stop 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 and i wrote it down <laughs> yeah i i but it was so funny in the early days you tell a story and people would be like man you got to tell that on stage like the machine story what i'm famous for happened on the podcast i was on joe's podcast i ended up going on his first podcast going on podcast once telling a few stories he thought they were hilarious and then i was like oh remind me to tell you about the time i got involved with the russian mafia and robbed a train and he was like wait what and then i come back i tell the story on his podcast he's like you got to tell it on stage and it was a good podcast story but it, it when i worked it on stage it just got better and better and better and then the fans showed up and they're like watching the, it grow and all of a sudden it's like it's like a community raises a child they say well in the podcast community we can raise an act so <laughs> yeah. well and actually so per that like so when i hear the machine i absolutely dying uh so i've i've been to a few of your shows and uh i I will what's interesting is it's almost like you add new details sometimes like and i so i feel like i i know the core basis of the show but i hear like a unique detail and i'm like oh i never caught that and like it's just i don't i I don't know if you're doing that on purpose or if that's just like but it's 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 amazing every time i hear it and i enjoy it every time i hear it because i feel like i learn a little bit more oh thanks I, i i do it out of boredom is is I'll either write a joke and slide it in that night or I'll or sometimes I like to go off on tangents about small details I remember and uh and and yeah and I I I, I it makes it interesting for me yeah it makes it more ch- well also like going back to forgetting like uh so I was at uh, the last one I was at you were at San Marcos doing the drive in uh, the drive through and oh, yeah. you were you were in the, and it was, it was the day that you, uh, I, I will never forget it because I know that Burke Kreischer finds things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, just, shit. That was so great, wasn't it? <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. I, I didn't see that one coming either. Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I, of course, we didn't see, I wasn't able to see it until you posted it on social media of you actually returning the uh, ring from SeaWorld. But that was, God, I mean, that yeah, was, yeah, that was un- great. Unbelievable. And that fits naturally, like, into, some of the other content as well. But during, during that set, you were uh, probably about five minutes through a joke and all of a sudden a car alarm goes off and it's two teenagers and you set some, you know, you oh, throw yeah. some jokes in and then, <laughs> and then you bring it back. And I, I was, I mean, all of my, my buddies were extremely impressed that you could be that deep into a joke, go down a completely li- different line of thought, uh, tell like, you know, play off of the moment and then, immediately go right back to the joke right where you left off and complete it so i i say that's hard (laughs) well sometimes i don't okay sometimes i go off (laughs) on the tangent and everyone goes whatever happened to the whatever happened to the child Uh, all right so i guess i guess we got you at a good point but to to bring bring this back now to uh to some of the advertisers and podcast in general so like our firm you know we you know a big thing why advertisers come to us and we get clients is because we're trying to bring the value of podcast sponsorships and integrations in with the podcast host and find that, that magic overall so that it's a successful, it's really a successful relationship for, for everyone involved. So I, I think some just want to know like how, you know, how you like to partner with brands and, you know, what's really like the, what, how did, how does it come across the most natural, the most, you know, additive for everything and, and really pull it all together. Um, I, I love anything in studio. Any of the integrations we bring in studio 
is is are really fantastic. Also, um, anything that's immersive in my life, I, I can I, I can name so many brands that I, uh, you know, there's a podcast sponsor we haven't had in a long time um, called Corkle. They make uh, wine glasses. Um, that's always going to be in my life because I'm always going to keep drinking wine, and it's just sitting there. The other day, I threw it in my Instagram story, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they were a great sponsor. I wonder what ever happened to them." You know, um, as soon as it can fit into my life, it's if it's more mashable with my life, then all of a sudden it's ingrained. I mean, Bear Bottoms, a sponsor we have over at Two Bears One Cave. I put on their jogger pants the other day and I loved them. And all of a sudden now that's in there with Viore, with all these, these clothing sponsors jump into your life. And all of a sudden that's your clothes and you're wearing them all day. And we, and I think then it makes it easier for us to speak to the brand when we're selling it to our fans. Um, I, I have so many that I, I mean, my dad is taking uh, these collagen drink, these collagen peptide pills that we've been ta- that, that we're a sponsor and he found them in my house. Um, my dad's on my mom, my, my wife's dad, uh, steals our CBD MD. I mean, like so many of these brands become ingrained, ingrained with your life. And, and I think sometimes I always want the brands to know this is like, I want you in my studio and I want you in my life. I want to do more with you. I, I really honestly feel like the brands that podcast, uh, sponsor on podcasts are the forethinking brands out there they're the ones doing things better faster quicker and smarter i remember watching uh as an ad sales rep from travel channel when i worked at travel channel i would listen to um companies and i I don't mean to shoot myself in the foot in any other direction but i would listen to companies um brag about being in magazine or on radio and i i remember saying very candidly to an ad sales company to 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 ad ad sales people whatever that is people with brands why don't you get into podcasting? And they were like, is that even a thing? And the fact that they would say that, I go, you're not going to be there in 10 years. And then all of a sudden you'd find these people like, like I think at the time, one of the big, big one was Dollar Shave Club, right? And then suddenly you see them go public and, it, and they blow up and you're like, oh yeah, because they're talking to the people who are going to buy their thing. And, and I mean, it really, I feel like those brands, these brands that are buying in on podcasts, get it. They get and, you know, they understand that we feel blessed to have them as sponsors. So when we get them, we want to put them into our lives, whether it's a knife or, you know, like I, I, I if I'm going to use one of my knives, the uh, what's the what's the my Asian knife I love that I cut sushi with? Well, what is it? Kamikoto. If I use listen to my podcast, my producer, <laughs> there. if I'm going to use my Kamikoto knife, I'm throwing it on my Instagram, too, because I love that knife. Like it, it becomes an actual extension of who I am and it's on all my social media posts. And I think that's when it works the best. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. And we, we've been uh, coining that term within our agency and telling our, you know, the advertisers that it's a 360 integration. So it is a 360. You- and by the way, I'm, I'm ready for the next level. That's what I, I'm ready for these sponsors to understand that you're talking not just to some kid in his mom's basement, making a TV show. I'm Burt Kreischer. I have been on Travel Channel for nine years. I have been on television for over 22 years. I make movies, and I also have a podcast. The podcast is the thing I'm, I'm most passionate about, you know, next to my stand-up and my specials that I put on Netflix. But I also 
I want to take it to the next level. So when the podcast, when, when our sponsors want to go to the next level and want to cut out the middleman totally and let's make a TV show with just us, that's what I'm like. Dude, hey, you guys are thinking out of the box. I'm thinking out of the box. Let's think out of the box together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think to your also earlier point, like so many of these advertisers that are in podcasts right now are thinking out of the box and right. are the ones that are willing to uh, think creatively and kind of pushing the, those boundaries. So I, I, I yeah, and I'm, oh. I live by everything. I have you my get- liquid IV right here. I'm wearing uh- me on don't get me started on liquid iv i <laughs> dude i had bird dog hit me up and they're like hey man you want to try to think something up with us and i was like that's how we do it yes i do yes i do if summer's coming up throw me some bird dog pants let's get some videos shot let's get not because uh, you know part of me also is like the payoff for my fans if it's funny and good and and awesome my fans are going to respond so it goes back to what we started this conversation like if it's authentic organic natural something you'll actually use and like something you want to use then the fans and the listeners will hear that experience that and want to purchase and therefore be able to build it from there what people got to remember is that the first podcast sponsor if you ask any of us la comics the first real podcast sponsor ever 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 in our books was fleshlight okay that was the first (laughs) podcast sponsor now listen let me tell you something okay Fleshlight delivered on the promises <laughs> that they offered. They delivered. Now that is where all of our brains started. So we believe anything is going to be just as good as that flashlight. I, I, I complete. So I, not to date back to my history, but uh, I started way back on the client side where we were selling pro flowers and Sherry's berries. And we yeah. were right, right there with them and uh yeah we're like do we want our ads running right next to that i'm like yeah you know but it's 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 all right but yeah but hey it's uh it's part of podcasting history and uh, it is it is building from there so as you uh you know one thing like as you're taking on new projects and all like how do you have how do you even have time for the podcast? Like even go to like two bears, one cave. You're you are recording so many other skits outside of it and building up content so that that podcast youtube like everything like how do you have how do you make time for all these different things well number one it's not work for me like i don't consider it work um so that's like it's just like stand up i don't really consider stand up work you know um so other things are work in this business that you will get jobs and it's considered a job um especially when it's fun like like stand up podcasting is fun so i prioritize it i just enjoy it i mean really honestly if you're going to say to any comedy fan, hey, you get an hour or two hours every Wednesday to sit down with Tom Segura and just see if you can find a way to giggle the hardest you've ever giggled in your entire life. Everyone in the there, I can name, I can name a million people that would say, yes, I'll make time for that. Same with Bill Burr. Same with today. I have Greg Fitzsimmons and Mike Gibbons coming over from Sunday. They do Sunday papers every Sunday. Uh, I have them coming over. I I make time for it. I love it. I, I, it's my favorite thing I do other than stand up. It's my favorite thing I do. So I just prioritize it, prioritize it. I'm going into a bubble to do a project starting April 6th. And I just make sure my contract that I go, no, I got it. You're my priority while I'm here. But I, when I have free time, I got to do Bill Burt. I got to do two bears. I got to do Burt Cast. Yeah. That's, I mean, if, if you make, if you, 
cut the time, you make the time for it, it's it's going to happen. So that's it's I, the it, reason. It's the you know that that statement in and of itself is the reason. The reason that advertising on a podcast is is such a wise move, in my opinion. Passion begets passion. No one's doing a podcast that isn't absolutely passionate about it. If you're passionate about something, you're going to give it 110% every time you do it. I don't ever half-ass a podcast ever, ever, ever. And so I know my fans know that, and they're showing up. And, you know, my fa- I think my fans know the equation. They go, no, this is how they pay bills. I, no, I appreciate it. When they are looking for a razor or Sherry's berries or a flashlight, you name it. <laughs> they go, oh, I'm going to use a promo code. Thompson Cigars, why not? Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, we we see because, you know, we, we get to work with the advertisers to see how many people are using the codes and all of that. And to your point, they really want to make sure. And like sometimes they'll send emails to those individual clients and saying, I want to make sure like Bert said that, you know, this is the must have. Like, please let Bert know that I... I got it, and you know I'm I'm so pumped to to use it. So like it's oh. it's interesting to see the fan connectivity and uh, and just how much that really draws them into it. But I, I agree with you; they they absolutely get that the podcaster that speaks to it like gets the credit for it, and they want to make sure that they're 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 giving that credit. So yeah, listen, I haven't had Blue Apron sponsor a podcast in about a year, but I eat two Blue Aprons a week. Okay, to this day. That's, that's a sore subject since Blue Apron was our client and, and they loved everything. And then uh, that last, your last spot was our uh, last week with them as a client. So I, uh, <laughs> but, Oh, for real, but for real, but I, I, I still support, like we were with them for a long time and I yeah. uh, still support, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, your Blue Apron spots and the story of, you know, bringing Blue Apron with your family was something that I actually used to show like how authenticity and how authentic messages come together because your story, I mean, I, I, I won't share your story on here if you don't want me to, but like, it was, it, no, it was share, just, it, share it. I, yeah, share it. Yeah. I mean, you, you said that that was, you know, I'll, I'll uh, paraphrase it, but like, it was something that really brought your family to get like to your family together. And like you, you know, with everything that you're doing and, and all that time you were spending elsewhere, like it was one project and, you know, something, a fun activity that would bring the family together where you'd spend solid family time and create great memories. My daughters won't be whores because of blue apron. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put that in the copy, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been authentic. So that would have, uh, you yeah. know, in my book, that would have been something, but uh, no, it was, you know, so I, I, and I personally get great satisfaction. Like when I hear like, cause we, as an agency, we listen and we record every single, we actually grade every single spot. So like we hear every single thing that you're doing, like, and spots like that, where you have that true authentic connection, where it's an indoor, like you can tell, like, you know, using like, and it just, it, it pulls the magic together of podcasting. And I actually really think there's no other medium, no other media, whether it's nothing that can pull that authenticity, like podcast in long form. So you put it on my body, it never comes off. My yes. whoop, I, my whoop, I, I live and die by my whoop. I check my whoop every morning. And, and this is a podcast sponsor. This is a podcast sponsor, by the way, that Nathan Florence, a guy I just had on the podcast, he's got one because of, I mean, like everyone's got one because they were like, oh yeah, man, that is pretty legit. Like that, that tracks your sleep and your HRV. Are you serious? So yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, now my wife would kill me if I didn't ask because one of her favorite uh, comedies is Van Wilder. So how yeah. how do you feel about that movie in general? And I, I know there, and just no, I've yeah. never seen it. 
You've never seen it. Mm-mm. Did I not hear that? Okay. I no, you, that. I've never seen it. I've never seen it because I never, I had nothing to do with it. You know, like, I mean, yeah. I think it's a fun, it's, it's really interesting folklore about my, my story or my, my, my journey is, you know, I was written up in Rolling Stone magazine in 1997. They wrote a six and a half page article about me called me the number one party animal in the country. Oliver Stone option, the rights to my life. Um, and then once, you know, once that stuff starts, it's out of your control. I, I ended up signing a deal with Will Smith and going and, and trying to take my story uh, over there to television. And at the same time, you know, people, I mean, I guess, and I, I have, like I said, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I yep. just, it's just what's been told to me through the people that made the movie uh, at, at different parts of the vet uh, told me, yeah, that uh, they just kind of moved the, moved it over, changed my name, changed some other people's names, kept some names, oddly enough. And, uh, and it became the movie Van Wilder, but yeah, I have no hard, no will, will, no hard feelings. I got no lawsuits coming. I just, yeah, I think it's a cool, I think it's a cool footnote. And I said, I will watch it with Ryan Reynolds. I will watch it with Ryan Reynolds on the Burtcast whenever he's willing. Let's, let's make that happen and we'll get some make uh, advertisers come along. Okay. That's, that would be a great watch party. And, uh, yeah, then, then again, let's see if we can make that happen. The, the other, uh, another question I got from, uh, the Lords, uh, was, <laughs> will, will there be another dunk competition in 2021 with Tom? Or are you going to let him keep the, the title of dunk champion? Uh, uh, just because I know they're listening and, uh, and this is important. I had a very moving moment with my buddy, Tom Segura, in a medical transport. He was in a wheelchair, no brace on his leg, broken arm, just wrapped in tape. I was, it was heat of COVID, right? The heat of the hot spot. We're driving all through uh, from, from where Tom lives to, the, to Cedar sinai to take him into the emergency room the day after the dunk. And he looked at me in the saddest fat guy eyes I've ever seen in my life. And he goes... I'm never going to play basketball again. I'm never going to jump. And then he looks, he goes, I'm never jumping again. I'm never jumping again. And he just sat there and I thought, I will never play basketball again either after watching what the fuck happened to you. (laughs) So I think he has the title. He is the dunk champ forever. He's got it, man. God bless him. I'm the run your friend of the hospital champ. Oh God. The, uh, the two bears, one cave special is fantastic for anyone that, uh, oh. yeah, I have to go back and watch that, but, uh, oh, it, was, it was epic. It, yeah. The memes that came from that too were pretty epic as well. So, uh, I yeah. said, I said, I got in my car, I called my wife and I said, Oh my God, Tom, I think broke his leg and broke his arm. And she was like, what? And I said, yeah. And she goes, Oh my God, what's going to happen. And I said, first off, we're going to make a ton of money. <laughs> i go we're gonna be swimming in cash baby doll uh it was uh it was great con- it was painful to watch and but oh, it, it, you know but it was it, it it was good to know that he's down on the path to recovery which made it more enjoyable to watch. he bounced back better than i thought he's down like 35 pounds he is walking around fine his hand isn't operating perfectly yet but he's lifting weights he's doing great i'm really proud of him Awesome. Well, uh, I think that that was everything we had. So I want to say thank you again. Uh, appreciate all your time. Know you're extremely busy for all the things that we talked about and, and still you're still making time to, to come on and speak with just an amateur and uh, trying to get it out to some advertisers. So I, I appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone who watches this will appreciate it as well. I just wanted to show off my news. You know, 
just want everyone to know we haven't slowed down just because of covid we are we are ready for the doors to open up and go back to live podcasting i cannot wait uh, we can't wait as well. It looks a beautiful new studio. So again, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Take awesome, Stephen. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, bro. All right. I'll talk to you later. Yep. Hey there. Are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan.